The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Welcome to this episode of Hunting Home. I'm Tom Studer. In studio today, Blake Hunter, Realtor with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Ambassador Real Estate Offices in Council Bluffs and Omaha. Blake, welcome back to your own podcast and also uh, welcome to the whole studio full of folks you brought today. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, uh, Number one, Colleen, I'll let her introduce herself, but I've been you know, like I said last week with having Jordan on, Colleen was like one of my, when I said, I'm going to do a podcast, Colleen was on my list of people to have on the podcast. Right from the beginning. And then when I asked her to be on, she's like, I thought you'd never ask. So <laughs> here she is. She's a very busy person. So I also asked her um, a couple of weeks ago, I said, hey, you know, I normally record on Tuesdays. When can you come in on a Tuesday and record? And she said, and keep in mind, this is the beginning of February. She said, um, I can come on May 23rd. <laughs> and I said, well, we're going to have to change our schedule because we've got to get you in sooner than that. Um, but also in the studio today, we have Alex. Um, he's in high school and he's interested in a career in real estate. So he's job shadowing me today. So I thought, what what's more fun than coming to the podcast studio, listen to an episode. Um, and then we're going to go back to the office after this and kind of start from the ground up, um, you know, with some of the computer systems that we use uh, in real estate every day. Well, uh, Colleen, before we jump over to you, Alex, I want to ask you a question or two. Now, you go to high school at uh, Abe Lincoln, right? Yep. Now, why the interest in real estate? Because I'm guessing that this is something that you chose to come do this. No, a teacher didn't tell you to do it. Yeah. Well, so actually, I like the same story I told Blake. I've been interested in real estate for about two years now. When me and my parents first moved to Council Bluffs, we had this really nice real estate agent. And she was like, she she knew what she was doing. She was really successful. And so... I just saw everything she did, and I just saw the enjoy. Like, I enjoyed looking at houses, going to show people houses, like buying houses. I just enjoyed it all. And then from there, I was just like, this is something I would like to do. This is really cool that, uh, because you're a senior, right? Yeah. So you are approaching the end of your high school career, and now it's time to decide what's the next step for you. And you're still exploring, or do you think you've made a hard decision that this is going to be what you want to do? I think I made the decision. I think this is what I want to do. We'll see if I can talk him out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alex, uh, thanks for your time uh, coming in, and also uh, just nothing but success. And I know that uh, if anybody takes the tiger by the tail, as they say, and just gets after it. Success is going to follow. That's just how it works. And also joining us today, Colleen Tiggis. She has a business called Lavish Hair Studio and Spa in Omaha. Colleen, thank you so much for your time and joining us on the podcast Hunting Home. How did you and Blake get together? How did this uh, symbiotic relationship get going? Well, I would say that Blake probably married into one of the best families in the world. (laughs) I'll appreciate you saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. His wife is a client of mine. Okay. And so is her mother and her sister and her sister. And now my mother. Uh, yeah, and now your mom. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess just with... So that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. But then after that, you became a client yes. of Blake's. How did yes. that happen? Well, I was currently in the process of moving my salon to a new location in Omaha. And I just just happened to scroll Facebook and I saw this picture that he had posted of the front of this home. 
And I said, wow, that is something. I really, that is a cool home. And then I kind of ignored it, scrolled past it, and then his wife posted it again. So I screenshot it. I sent it to my husband. And I said, look at this. And he goes, oh, that, that is really cool. And then he looked up the location of where the house was. And it just so happened to be less than a mile away from my new salon location. Really? Yes. So then I was like, oh, okay. And so then he starts going through the pictures. And he's like, you know, if it had a pool, you know, we might as well just go look at it. And the last picture posted was a pool. The house, the house had a pool. So it was clicking all the boxes. And it had a fish tank. That was mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah, it had a fish tank. So not that that's anything, but that's, I don't know, that was something to me. So did I text you? Yeah, I think you texted me and you just said, and I think maybe Alex had, my wife Alex, I think had said something like, hey, I think Colleen's interested. Oh, I commented on the fa- uh, on it, oh, yeah. didn't I? I commented Probably. on it. Probably. Yes, I commented on it. And then I think I was like, hey, you know what? We just want to come see the house. I'll regret it if I don't come and look at it. So we set up an appointment. Blake opens the door. Bam. That's my home. I walked in. I knew it was where I was supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. And that house did have a, it's a unique home, but it also had, the, it did have that kind of wow factor to it. It had that, that welcoming feeling when you walked in the yeah. door. I always felt that from the first time yeah. I stepped in there. So the good energy. Yeah. yeah. It had great energy. Yeah. Yep. Thinking about how that all came together, that's one of the reasons that you are so thorough and aggressive about putting things on social media because you can reach a lot of people and then it can find the person that it's a fit for because I'm, I'm sure that this particular property for someone else, well, that's not what they're looking for. But uh, for you, Colleen, and, and for your husband and your family, this was the exact fit and that's where social media comes in. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple parts to it. Not only did you know, Colleen probably would have never known about that house without it. And then ultimately, you know, I was representing the sellers on that property. And then, you know, Colleen and her family were the, because it ended up being a multiple offer situation. And then they ended up being the best offer. So not only did it work out for Colleen, but it also worked out for the sellers because it brought Colleen's family to the table. I would say that Colleen's purchase, which did have to lead, and we'll get into this, but led to two home sales here in Council Bluffs, that started for me over a year before that with the people that were selling that home. Um, We looked for, I mean, we looked at a lot of different properties and they were honestly getting, they didn't have to move, um, but they were just looking for something different. And um, while Colleen and her family were moving from Council Bluffs to Omaha or from Iowa to Nebraska, the family that sold that property was moving from Nebraska to Iowa. Um, So that was over a year in the process, looked at a lot of different homes, and they were actually getting to the point where they were going to just, you know, throw in the towel because we had looked at a lot of different properties. The The market was really competitive, um, and they were just to the point where they're like, I don't know if we're going to find what we're looking for. And then luckily, we found a house in Honey Creek, um, of all places, and that's what they ended up buying and then turned around to put their house on the market, and then the rest is history with, you know, Colleen purchasing that one. So you had two different properties that you needed to sell in order to be able to put this entire thing together, which sounds like an awful lot of moving parts and other criteria going into it as well. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, And to go along, I wasn't looking to move at all until I saw that house. Fell in love with it. 
And then, yes, I did have to sell two properties, um, one which we were living in and the other one which we were renting out. But it worked out. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know how I did it. It was a blur. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I was very aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Well, you know, I think the point to that is that these things usually take some time and take some planning to be successful. And so in some situations, you know, we just have to shift kind of into high gear and get things done. Um, and you know, it also takes the right client to be able to do that. And when Colleen and her husband decided that this was the house that they wanted, um, they were able to get the ball rolling with their financing, um, understanding that we had to get both of these property properties on the market as soon as possible. And then also being, um, coachable when it came to me giving them advice on like pricing these properties, we have to price them right um, so that we can get them under contract because we also had a, had a limited time to be able to get these properties on the market and under contract so that we weren't stringing out the sellers on the house that they wanted to buy. This was a good time in the market to sell property, you know, as it has been the last few years. But at the same time, being able to buy a property with a single home sale contingency was almost unheard of at the time. And then having a double uh, home sale contingency was like, I mean, I never thought it would come together just because of that. Um, but the trust that I had with the um, sellers in the situation, um, they believe, you know, I told them, I said, these are both great properties. Colleen and her husband had two great properties in Council Bluffs. Very, you know, if you could pick these properties, they're, they're, you know, real estate agents, they're like, yeah, that's what we want to sell. Great locations. Um, and so since the market was so good, you know, I reassured those sellers, look, I know this area, I know these houses, these will go on the market and they'll sell within days. And luckily, you know, that's what happened. Um, but we still had a lot of things to work through. We had home inspections to work through, which was also kind of unheard of for the time. Um, Colleen and her husband were able to get a home inspection on their purchase. And I, we did have a home inspection on, um, one of your properties that you're selling, um, so getting through all those hurdles, getting the timing down, um, dealing with tenants that were in your other property, may, giving them enough time to be able to move out, find a place to go, just tons of moving parts. And then when it's all said and done and it works out, it's kind of like, wow, I can't believe that that all worked out. But, you know, that's what makes these stories so cool. That's why I love this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I knew it would work out. I knew you it. did. You manifested it. I did. I'm, I'm curious, how fast did this all, all come together? I mean, you're talking about all these different moving parts. Did it lengthen out the process at all, or was it still timing just about normal? You know, really in this situation, it didn't uh, make anything much longer. Um, I'd say from the time that you decided that you wanted to write an offer, I mean, we were probably 45 days. Um, That's yeah. about normal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, very normal. Um, luckily the sellers that I was representing on um, the property that Colleen purchased, they had already purchased another property. They didn't have to sell this one in order to do it. And so they were able to move out ahead of time, um, which, you know, they were flexible with their closing date. So we had some flexibility on our end. And then, um, you know, luckily with such a good market and having good houses to sell, we were able to negotiate good timing on her um, home sales in order to make everything work. So not only, you know, was it the timing with multiple different parties, but the thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I know I've mentioned on the podcast before, 
you know, the reason that we have these home sale contingencies is because Colleen and her husband needed the the equity that they had out of those homes to turn around and put it down on their purchase. So that means that those two properties had to officially close, had to get the money out of those sales and turn around and close on their purchase. So to get all those parties that were involved to be able to close, hey, you need to close at this time so that we can get uh, the money out of this sale, then you need to close at this time all on the same day so we can get the money out of this sale and then turn around and you know um, be able to purchase and close all those properties on the same day. I think we ended up closing Meadowview maybe a day or two before just to yeah um, make it a little bit simpler, yeah. but it was still there's still a lot of things that had to go right, and luckily they all did. Just recently on the uh, well on a, a different podcast, we had uh, a title company in here, and I'm thinking about the poor folks that were working this deal <laughs> at the yeah. title company yeah. because there was so many moving parts, and they have to do research on every property that's involved. However, because what you're saying is is the folks that were selling that had already purchased another home because you'd had four houses moving around in this deal mm-hmm. uh, if if that hadn't taken place. So I'm sure that that was a big benefit to it. Yeah. And, you know, if you ever run into a realtor and they seem stressed out, um, this is the situation. that <laughs> This is what's them. going on. <laughs> because, you know, not only, you know, we can talk about all of the moving parts with Colleen and her two sales to purchase, but ultimately if the first purchase from the people I was representing didn't go through, none of this would have worked out. And so it's kind of a snowball effect. That's what happens with these home sale contingencies is if one falls through, they kind of, they all do. Um, So you got to be, one's got to work to the next, to the next, to the next. And if those people wouldn't have, if their purchase originally in Honey Creek wouldn't have worked out, none of this would have. And to back that up, their purchase in Honey Creek was a, like a 10 offer situation. We ended up winning out of, out of eight or 10 offers on that go around. Um, And so there's just, so many things have to go right to get these success stories, and that's what makes them so important um, and so fun to talk about after the fact. Colleen, I'm curious, uh, with uh, you and your family uh, working with Blake, how did you feel that that process went? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Did we have a lot of stressful moments? Because I don't remember. No, no. I think, I think the best part of that whole process was observing it. Um just with having to have one sale and then another sale and then another sale and watching it all come together with really no problems. No, I mean, we had, I can't say that we had, there was not a single thing that really held us up or, I mean. If it did, I fixed it immediately Yeah. or you fixed it immediately. We got the financing, we got everything approved. Um, and it was, I mean, it was stressful because I was moving, I was still working full time. I was moving my salon. I've got three kids. Yeah, yeah. and we didn't mention that not only, I mean, you did mention that you were moving locations, but you were literally moving locations yeah. at the same time that all of this was happening. I, I think that, you know, what also makes this interesting is I remember two, you know, normally if you get the opportunity to sit down with the seller and say, hey, we have multiple offers, let's go over these multiple offers. That's the ideal situation. But what was really cool with them is I went there on two separate occasions with multiple offers. Um, you know, the first time was I just sat down with Steve and we mm-hmm. went over like, I think there was seven or eight offers on the first property. And we went through, you know, the pros and cons of each one of those offers and then turn around to your other home 
and talked about the three or four that came in at that period. So there's just a lot of communication that has to p- take place. And then throughout the whole process, it's just communicate, communicate, make sure every all the ducks are in a row and we're moving forward. And it helps when you have great clients like Colleen and Steve. They they did, like I said, they were coachable when I, when I was trying to coach. Uh, they listened when, you know, their time was. They they spoke up with their concerns. And then they were also very committed to the process and getting it done. And that's, you know, ultimately what you need as a, as a realtor. You have to have those clients that are have the same goals as you do. Colleen, what was it about the picture that jumped out at you that made you think, oh, I have to see the inside of this house? Is is Can you identify anything about that that just spoke to you? Well, I, I definitely have a type when it comes to homes. It was built in the late 60s, early 70s. And I just happened to absolutely love that era. The doorway was arched and my previous home that I had bought had arched doorways and arched garages and this did as well. And I saw it and I immediately wanted to paint it and make it my own. And that is what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was a beautiful home in a cul-de-sac, beautiful neighborhood. I mean, just a great place to raise a family. Since a ranch. And since yeah. being in it now for, I don't know, how long ago did this take place? Oh, gosh. Year and a, so yeah. 2021, June yeah. 2021. Yep. Okay, so about a year and a half ago. Yeah. So since that time, you still feel exactly the same way about the house as you did before? Oh, oh yeah. it was. This house is a great investment. Um, it was a it was a great investment to put our our money in. Not only did it lessen my mortgage by like a hundred thousand dollars, it's in a great area of town that I mean, it's still rising in value. And I've done very minimal stuff to it as well. You know, I like, you know, doing home renovations. That's one of my favorite parts. But it's got good bones. It's in a great area. Um, it was a great investment. Yeah, and I mean, and Colleen has the eye when it comes to that. She understands that aspect of it. I mean, this house, tons of square footage, ranch, great location. It had some parts of it that were, I would, you know, I wouldn't say were outdated, but a little dated. Mm-hmm. But they, the house and overall, you know, just had that that it factor. Yeah. Blake, I like to call that character. 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 It does. It has character. It was different. It wasn't. It does have character. Yes. 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 It was different, and I just I love it. I mean, there's always a certain buyer for a certain home, and that was that was meant for me. Yeah, and yeah. then on top of having all those things, it was also very well cared for. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was in great condition um you know we you did have the home inspection and the things were very very minimal um and knowing the the sellers of that property you know they were top notch when it came to taking care of things um so not only yeah could there be some things done to the property to bring more value for sure but there was nothing that was you know like a a major like fix it type thing that had to be done you know to even to bring it to market so it yeah i think it i'm colleen still sends me photos when she updates things and she asked she just asked me my opinion on doing a project the other day which makes me feel good i'm like okay she at least believes that i know what i'm talking about um so that's always cool to catch up on stuff like that oh yeah i'm a i'm a proud house mom <laughs> <laughs> Well, and when you look back to homes from that era and a little bit earlier, and I'm not even really sure when it came along where neighborhoods started all being built by the same builder, because back then, 
houses were very unique mm -hmm. and you might see a couple that were similar, but mostly they're going to be very, very different. And it allows you to put your own personality into it where uh, a lot of these newer neighborhoods now, which by the way, this, this isn't a shot against that because that appeals to a lot of people. But I heard someone uh, who likes the same style of houses you do, Colleen, described it as living on a monopoly board that all the houses look exactly the same. The roof lines are all exactly the same and, and, and everything along with that. But it sounds like you moved into a neighborhood that allowed you to put your own stamp on it and it, your personality can come through with a very unique property. Yeah, it is unique. Yes, I love it. And I, I'm having trouble remembering. <clears throat> I know the original owners of that home, they were in it for a long time. Yeah. I believe that they were like the first house in that neighborhood. And... I want to say that they had part of some development in that neighborhood. So this house in particular does stand out from even the rest of the neighborhood. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's got great curb appeal. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's gorgeous. Anything that you learned from the process, Blake? Because I know it, you're, you're constantly learning about new things. Did anything about this particular situation say, okay, I know this is something that was unique. So now I can carry that forward. I would say that, you know, one of the big things was that it's just knowing it can be done um, and just being confident. On the other end of that, it's not forcing a situation um, because you get in, when you start to push things through, I mean, for me personally, it was a big deal because it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of sales volume with all these different deals coming together. Um, but, you know, ultimately, like when I sat down at the table with the sellers, you know, I said, you know, it is in my interest for you to take this offer. It was also the best, but it did have the home sale contingencies. And I had to explain that to the seller. I said, you know, obviously it's in my best interest to that you take this one, but you do have this, this other offer that you have to consider. And that's part of that dual agency that can be tough sometimes is you have to put your own interests aside and let that seller decide what's best for them. Um, ultimately we had a really good relationship and they trusted me with what I was telling them. And I did believe that to be true. Um, so it's just, what's going to happen is going to happen. You can't force things. Um, and at the same time, you know, just being honest, um, and being confident through the whole process with everybody involved. And that's, you know, that's what ultimately makes things work. Colleen, before we let you go, uh, tell us a little bit about your business, Lavish Hair Studio and Spa. Uh, what, what's what's going on there then, and what kind of services do you provide? Okay, so it is a full-service spa and hair salon, um, except for massage. We are a booth rental salon, so um, no massage therapists, but we do everything skin-related, eyelashes, waxing, facials, microblading, microneedling, nanoneedling, you name it. If we can do it to your face, we will. Um, and then full service hair. Um, and then we also have Botox and filler available as well. Has the move been good for you with your business? Oh, yes. Yes. Nothing but positive. I love the new location. It's great. The space is much bigger. Um, obviously, it's closer to home now, and I'm close to my children's schools. Um, that's another plus. I don't have to drive into Omaha every day like I did for the last 12 years. <laughs> So I am a smitten kitten. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Colleen Tiggis has a lavish hair studio and spa in Omaha. Uh, 
give her a call and uh, talk more about her services. And also joining us today, Blake Hunter, realtor with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Ambassador Real Estate Offices in Council Bluffs and Omaha. And Alex, we're not going to forget you. Thank you so much for coming in, young man. And good luck as you get ready to launch on your real estate career. We thank you for listening to this episode of Hunting Home. We release new episodes each week. Until next time, take care.